Today we are looking at this scripture from Luke chapter eight, and I get to carry on on that tonight. We're gonna just we're gonna play around a little bit. We're gonna have a little bit of fun tonight. We're gonna make a movie together or something something like that. And I understand that. I heard where is Tim? He's he's he's, he's taken off on me. Is he? Tim. I understand that Tim Brown, he's, he touched on, or touched on, I think he punched Where Is Your Faith this morning at North, and Sheridan um, punched out Who Is This Man? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yes, and so tonight we're going to make a little bit of a movie around the Scripture Luke 8, 22 to 25. If you're taking notes, Luke 8, 22 to 25. And so instead of reading it, we're going to make a movie together. Okay, are you ready? Because we all need to be, uh, take part, okay? Get your acting skills on. You know, you, you know, a little bit of drama. I like a little bit of drama. Good drama. Don't be smart. <laughs> okay, so we do need a Jesus and I reckon that Ben Sears has got to be the best Jesus in this place, don't you think? With the whole bed thing going on, and not that you're a saint or anything, I'm not saying that. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what Jesus looked like, but probably something similar to Ben, do you think? Anyway, so we've got our Jesus and uh, and so there's disciples in Luke chapter eight twenty to twenty five. There's disciples. You are the disciples, okay? Are you ready to be a disciple of Jesus, right? Okay, so everyone's the disciples. Okay, so one day, Jesus said to His disciples, Let's cross to the other side of the lake. And the disciples said, Okay, Jesus, Nice, thank you. Okay, then, they're very obedient. It's lovely. Then Jesus settles in for a nap on the boat. They're on the boat. He settles in for a nap. Thank you. We need a, a pillow and a blankie. Settle in for a nap. Thank you, Jesus. Lovely. Nice. Okay. Can you see? Great. Okay, thank you, Muller. <laughs> He's tucked in nicely. He settles in for a nap. Now, a side note. This is not one of my points. I've got three points tonight, and I want you to walk away with three points. But this is a side note. It is good to take breaks at opportune times. Okay? This is an opportune time. He's on the boat. The rest of this, you guys are looking after the sailing of the boat. He takes the opportune time for a nap. So that's great. Jesus is having a nap. Then... But, but, a fierce storm rolls in. The boat begins to fill with water and they were in real danger, it says in in Luke. So the disciples, they go, ah! Okay, do it for me. Okay, okay, they're in real danger. There's There's water coming in, a little bit more. I like that. Like that one. Yes, actions is good too. I, lo- I really do like actions. Fantastic. Okay, now we're going to divide into two. On this side, everyone is going to say, we're going to die. 
okay? With a bit of, bit of drama, okay? Are, you, are we ready? Nice. Okay, this side, I'm going to vomit, okay? Ready? We're in a storm. Come on, I get seasick. I actually feel like, come on. Okay, a little bit more drum. I want to hear the vomiting sound. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Fantastic. Okay, Jesus is still having a nice sleep. Okay, but you're pretty, you're in dire straits here now. There's lots more water filling up the boat. And so the disciples then go and wake up Jesus. They do that by yelling out, yelling out, Master, Master, we're going to drown. Okay, are you ready to yell that out? Okay, you've got to wake Jesus up. Are you ready? One, two, three, go. Excuse me, Jesus. Come on, go louder. <laughs> louder. Master, Master, we're going to drown. Okay, and then Jesus woke up and he rebuked the wind and raging waters or waves. And he said... So what? <laughs> Peace, be still. Ooh, wow. Suddenly the storm stopped and all was calm. Wow. But Jesus says, Where is your faith? Just like Tim spoke on this morning at North. Where is your faith? The disciples were terrified and amazed. The disciples go, wow. Okay, let's do that all together. Lovely. Now turning to one another, the disciples say, what do they say, Sheridan? (laughs) They say, who is this man? Turn to one another and say, who is this man? Lovely. Now the disciples then say, when he gives a command, even the wind and the waves obey him. Well done. That was Luke 8, 22 to 25. Well done. We made a movie. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful. Wonderful. Fantastic. Nice work. I reckon we've got some great actors here, especially those ones with the actions like that. (laughs) That vomiting was really good too. (laughs) So what I want to say from this passage is that we all go through storms in life. We all go through storms. If you're not going through any storms at the moment, enjoy it. But we do all go through storms in life. I've had a few rough waves myself lately. I don't know if any of you have heard about my drama with the tooth in the last couple of weeks. One tooth can cause a lot of pain. And I certainly needed quite a lot of um, painkillers. There was was pus and all that. I had, you know, they had to drill it right. They had to drill it right open, you know. And there was lots of pus. The dentist said it was lots. I said, why is it so painful? There's lots of pus. It's bad, he said to me. And so I was in a lot of pain. They, they drilled 
yeah, they drilled it and they covered it up and they said, go away, take these antibiotics. The pain continued and in fact it started to get worse and I had to go back, they had to drill it all open again. There was more pus there and they had to give me more antibiotics and did it. But that was really, really sore and it's still a little bit sore and so I'm not, it's not over yet, pray for me. But there was a bit of a rough wave. You know, we all have the rough waves, the storms in life. We all go through storms. And Jesus, you know, Jesus was in this boat with the disciples, right? And that was a pretty amazing moment. And that movie should be made about it. Incredible moment. But Jesus may not necessarily be in the boat with you. But in fact, physically that is. But in fact, He said, it's going to be even better. He said, I'm sending Holy Spirit. Because when I die and rise again, I'm going to send to the Father, but I'm sending Holy Spirit. And He's actually going to be with you always. Always. He will never, ever leave you. And so, in fact, God Almighty is with you in the boat. Every single moment of the storm, every single moment, He is with you. He is with me in the storms. He is with me. He gives us courage and He gives us peace in the midst of storms. You know, these disciples needed a bit of peace. They needed a bit of courage. And I hear from youth camp. Who was it on youth camp? A few were on youth camp. I hear that you know the name Shema. Is that right? Shema. 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 Is a pretty cool guy from 2 Samuel 23, 11 to 12, if you're taking notes. 2 Samuel 23, 11 to 12. It talks about Shema there, and he's one of David's mighty men. In fact, he's, it talks about like the top three, the elite three, and he's one of those, one of David's mighty men. And it says, One time the Philistines gathered at Lehi and attacked the Israelites in a field full of lentils. The Israelite army fled, but Shema, but Shema held his ground. I like that. He held his ground in the middle of the field and bet back the Philistines. All the Israelites are fleeing, and Shema is there holding his ground. And then it says, So the Lord brought about a great victory. I hear that Shema means God is here. Is that right, youth camp people? God is here. God is here. God is here. He is with you every single moment. And just like Shema stepped into that moment and and when the Israelites fled, he stood his ground. I want to encourage us tonight. God is here. Stand our ground. In the midst of storms or in the midst of good times, stand our ground. God is here. Stand our ground. He is with you, just like Jesus is on the boat with the disciples and they're flapping around. God is here. There's a storm going on. The waves are going on. God is here. Stand your ground, just like Samar. Shema. Samar. Shema. <laughs> you know what I mean. Second Corinthians 1.21. It says, It is God who enables us along with you to stand firm with Christ. I love that because I don't need to do it in my own strength. It's God who enables me to stand firm. I so need Him to help me to stand firm because sometimes it's really hard. But I need to remind myself, it's God. It's God who enables us 
to stand firm. Ephesians 6.11 says, put on all of God's armour so that you will be able to stand firm. We've got to put on the armour of God. You can read more about that in Ephesians 6 there. And it says, so we'll, we'll be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Jesus declared in the storm, be still, peace, be still. We read that in the book of Mark. Peace, be still, peace, be still. The, the psalmist in Psalms 46.10 says, it says, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. I will be honoured by every nation. I will be honoured throughout the world. Shema, God is here. Peace, be still. Stand your ground and declare, declare peace, be still. Be like Jesus. Jesus stood and he said, peace, be still. Wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. Stand your ground and declare peace, be still. Declare his presence is with me. Shema, God is here. Declare he is with me. Declare who just like we were before. Who is victorious overall? He is victorious overall. I've discovered that I actually need to be still in order to declare His presence. Because just like the disciples were flapping around going, ah, I'm going to die or I'm going to vomit, whatever they were saying, they were, they were flapping around. They were terrified. They, you know, had to wake Jesus up. They would they thought they were going to die. They thought they were going to drown. I can be like that myself sometimes. <laughs> and I've discovered that I actually need to be still. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep going around in my flapping or in my panicking. My mind can go busy over all the details, as Sheridan knows well. My mind can go so busy over all the details, over the what-ifs, and the if onlys, and how can I fix it, or how could I say this, or, or, or I could do that, or if this happens, will it look like that, or how come they didn't say that, or why don't they do this, or can't I just go away to a tropical island? <laughs> and my mind goes here, there, and everywhere. And God says to me, peace. No, He doesn't. He says, yeah, He says that as well, but He says, be still. Come on, Jan, be still and know that I am God. Then know that I am God. I've got to be still to declare into the storm. I've got to be still and say that He is God. I, it's a bit hard to say that, yeah, I know that you're a God. And I'm going, oh, but what if, what if? And I'm, I'm thinking of this and I'm thinking of that and I could do this and I, no, peace. Stand your ground, peace, be still. Know that I am God. The Israelite army fled, but Shema held his ground. And I reckon that he must have had that attitude in his mind and his spirit of be still. Stand my ground. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So stand your ground is point one. Be still is point two. Point three, 
declare His Word. Declare His Word. We were singing before, raise a hallelujah in the middle of the storm. Raise a hallelujah. Jesus spoke the Word. Peace be still. Wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. Declare the Word. Declare the Word. Stand your ground. Be still. Declare His Word. Victory belongs to Jesus. The battle belongs to the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul. These are songs and Scripture. Scripture, songs written from Scripture. Raise a hallelujah. A song that I recently heard, you may have heard it. It's um, called Even Louder. I think it's called Even Louder. And it, it says, even when my eyes can't see it, I'll sing even louder. It's a bit like raise a hallelujah, isn't it? I will sing when I, and when I sing, when I sing this, I feel you respond. And it says, God is stronger. It speaks of, in the song, it speaks of His unconditional love, that Christ took my burden. And then it says, I like this, the bigger depression gets, the louder my praise gets, even louder. So when you're in a storm, praise. Declare, declare His Word. Lift Him up, lift His name up above any other name. Paul and Silas were in a prison and they began to praise. We, we read this in Acts 17, I think it is. Paul and Silas begin to praise. They start praying. I mean, they're in prison. You know, back then, prison was not like our prison. It was, it was tough. It was yuck. It was awful. And not a, not a good place to be. And, and it's a bit of a weird thing to start praising because probably they should have been moaning. They had just been whipped as well. They begin to praise. The praise leads to chains breaking off miraculously. Their chains come off. The chains come off other prisoners. They get set free. Other people um, step into relationship with Jesus. Miracles take place. It's incredible. There is incredible power when we lift up the name of Jesus, when we step into praise in the storm. Proverbs 28.1 says, The wicked flee though no one pursues, but the righteous, but the righteous, but the church are as bold as a lion. So despite any storms that you are currently walking through, or you may yet walk through, stand your ground with Him and in His strength and authority. It's in His strength and authority. Stand your ground. Be still and know that He is God. That God is here. He's here. Shema. God is here. And like Jesus, wherever, whenever, declare His Word. Raise a hallelujah. His victory over the storm, in the storm. His victory. You know, when I shared the story of Paul and Silas, sometimes things don't, you know, that in that case, the chains came off. But I'm pretty sure it was Paul. Was he dipped in oil and, you know, he was martyred, killed. It didn't quite work out for him that time. Things don't always work out the way we want things to work out. But Paul still continued to raise a hallelujah in every 
moment and every, I'm sure He had His down days as well. That's when we need each other to come alongside of one another, don't we? But not everything works out all the time in life, but we still need to stand our ground, be still, declare His Word, even if things don't work out, even if they don't. Sometimes also, as I said, we'd come alongside one another. Sometimes we might not be going through the storm, but maybe someone else is. Maybe you're going to come in contact with somebody this week at work or at school or study, wherever you are, that's going through a bit of a storm. Come alongside them. Be an encouragement to them to help them stand their ground, to help them be still, to help them raise a hallelujah. Hallelujah. John 10.10 says the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose, that's Jesus' purpose, is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Then he goes on and he says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. Lays down their life for the sheep. And it goes on, it says, a hired hand would run when a wolf comes. But Jesus is saying, I'm a good shepherd. I'm prepared to lay down my life for you. He said, and then he did. Not only said it, but he did it. He laid down his life. He came to give us a rich and satisfying life, even through the storms, even when things don't quite work out. He says, I'm here, Shema. I will be with you always. I will be with you always. I gave my life for you so that you would have victory over death. I love that. We were singing that before. Victory over death. Victory over sin and death. We can have victory over sin and death because of Him, the great shepherd laying down His life for us. There may be some of us here who don't know what it is to live in relationship with a loving Heavenly Father that would send His Son, Jesus, the Good Shepherd, to lay down His life for us, take our place on that cross. There may be some here that don't know what it is to have Him with you every single moment in the storms, in the good times, to have Him right there, helping us to be able to declare, be still, to be able to declare His Word in the bad times and in the good times. 